I'm straight. Good morning, y'all. There's some, uh, what's up, Dutch? Dutchy Dutch. This morning with the hidden leg. I see you, Dutchy Dutch. What's popping? This morning, we want to, uh, there's a few conversations that we want to continue to have. I appreciate y'all joining me on uh, first thing this morning. A few conversations we still want to have. Uh, yesterday, I think we did a good job of tearing down um, uh, Jeff Garcia and uh, 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 and Cam Newton's situation. Today, I do want to get back to our conversation on black failure. I want to talk about this crabs in the bucket mentality. On Tuesday, we were um, on Tuesday. Uh, we had a young man who came in here from uh, from the clubhouse. Uh, and he was asking the question, uh, is there a difference between disagreement and hating in the black community? So we definitely want to have that conversation. Uh, what else we got on the thing today? Uh, oh, and of course, I don't know if y'all saw this. Good morning, Pastor Griffin. <laughs> Good morning. That's my old band director right there. The man taught me how to count music, man. I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you, uh, uh, Reverend Griff. Appreciate that, man. Good morning to you. I uh, hope you can excuse my the many sins we're going to commit this morning. Uh, so excuse me on that one. Um, uh, oh, there's something I wanted to... I want, there's something that I'm pretty sure that y'all have seen. Uh, but as people are coming into the live this morning, I definitely want to give some shouts outs and some praises to our hero of the week. Where's, where the mouse go? Oh, there you go. To our hero of the week, where she at? Right here. I don't even know what her real name is. I didn't get that far into my research, but this is my hero of the week. And why is this the hero for the week? This is why. Most of the people saw the angle that the um, that the city council put out, but for some reason, and maybe it's just perspective, this angle to me just speaks to me a little bit more. It seems like it's a little more brave. Um, I'm not nice. I'm gonna not play the whole three minutes, but check this out. I'm not asking y'all for anything. Y'all can't and won't be both my savior and my oppressor. Um, I don't want reform. I want to turn this building into luxury, low-cost housing. These will make some really nice apartments. Firstly, stop using black children as photo opportunities because they're cute now, but in 10 years, they're black male subjects in red shirts and happy shorts. Eating cookies and drinking milk with children does not absolve you of your complicity in their oppression and denigration, Because Kansas City will spend more on police than education and then try to encourage children. What I like most is the fact that she's not playing. Uh, Y'all are really weird. Respectability to politics here. Radical or homegrown terrorists. No, no. We're not wanting government employees to kill citizens in any instance. So I'm not here begging anything of soulless white folks and self-preserving black folks, you get one life, and you all in this room have chosen profits over people, and that's pathetic. So I'm gonna spend the next two minutes reading y'all for a film, something I'm sure nobody has ever done. Nathan, the gentleman in the vomit-colored men's warehouse suit, in desperate need of coffee and a haircut, a former FBI so I'm a, I'm a, I posted the, I posted the whole video on to... I posted the whole video onto my Instagram story yesterday. I just wanted to show that angle in particular because uh, lady of the house, you know, uh, feel free to jump in here. But the young lady that we, the young lady that I just showed, it's not a, it's not a very big young lady. 
This is not like an intimidating, a physically intimidating force that we're dealing with here, right? Can you imagine the bravery it would take to actually read those folks, not on social media, not via text, not via Zoom, not via some other platform that separates individuals from each other, but from the fact that she had a 600-pound white man sitting behind her and then the whole city council was standing in front of her. Can you imagine the bravery that takes? <laughs> well, no, I just feel like once you get to a point of being fed up, you know. That's, that's all you that, got left. That fuels you, yeah. <laughs> Bless this lady. She is definitely going to be the, the wake and bake with BMO hero of the week. We really appreciate you. I got to find out what this young lady's name is. What's her name? All I know is her Instagram name, uh, which is uh, which is six letters. And, you know, I'm dyslexic, so I can't memorize letters that fast. Man, I was yesterday. Here's a fun dys dyslexic story. Yesterday we did that piece on uh, on, on Toby uh, Nwingmi. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, I probably said that all wrong. But yesterday we did that story on Toby. Toby's last name, I think, is six letters. It took me four minutes to copy those letters down because I was trying to memorize it in my head. Man, I, dyslexia sucks, bro. <laughs> it just wouldn't. It just wouldn't all fit in there together. Yeah, let's roll this blunt. Send me on time today. Good morning, y'all. Um, outside of that, Lady House, and, and of the subjects that we talked about this morning, uh, we're going to talk about our continued conversation on crabs in the barrel and black failure, the difference between hating and disagreeing. We got anything else on here? Oh, oh, and uh, our our recap from Borat 2. What you got? What you want to talk about? And there's also something about Steve Brown and Kevin Hart. Yeah, that's the conversation about black failure. Oh, okay. You can start with Borat. Start with Borat. All right, so on Tuesday, because, you know, we're responsible for the words that we say on this show. On Tuesday, we gave a big ups to uh, the new film by Sasha Baron Cohen. It's Borat. Or it's, I forgot what the name of the movie is. It's like Borat, the subsequent movie. Yeah, the subsequent movie film. Yeah. <laughs> Borat, the subsequent movie film, right? Borat 2. We gave, we gave praises to that movie um, because I thought it was a really beautiful piece of absurd comedy that really highlighted uh, some of the things that's going on in, in America right now. Funny enough, uh, uh, Sasha did like this speech in which uh, at the beginning of the speech, people were saying that uh, this movie shouldn't exist because it might reinforce old stereotypes, yeah. to which Sasha responds, what? How's that my fault? <laughs> <laughs> what? Also, I don't what? think it shows anything that isn't going on currently. So whatever stereotypes are presented in the movie are the real. Yeah, they're real. The real. <laughs> right. uh, and here's here's how I know the reality of what happened in um, in Borat too. And it's, it's it's a little disappointing, but it's also it's also kind of encouraging to know how deep the parody goes, how deep the prank is, right? So I'm going to spoil it a little bit for you. For the individuals who haven't seen that, definitely go watch it on, on, on Prime Video. It's a very interesting, very interesting thought experiment. In the movie, uh, there is a moment where Borat, in the movie, he has a daughter this time. So he's taking his daughter to America, trying to gift his daughter to Mike Pence. His daughter's like 14 or some shit like that. Yeah. Right? Uh, so he's trying to gift his daughter to Mike Pence. That's the, that's the plot of the movie. In part of this, Borat drops his daughter off at a babysitter. Now, the babysitter is an older black woman, right? Um, 
here's why here's why here's why I'm a little upset with Borat too. It has nothing to do with the comedy. On a very let's go to screen two as I change my camera battery. Away oh, big we uh, be mo yeah. I'm a little upset with Borat too. What happened? That was weird. Okay. Thing must have died. Um, but my camera about to die, so I'm about to change my screen off anyway, so it's all good. Um, the thing that upset me about Borat 2, in the movie, there's a moment where he uses this black woman as kind of like a straight man in his comedy scene, right? Uh, and so after the movie comes out, it turns out the black lady didn't know that it was parody. The black lady thought that this young lady was in danger, that her father was backwards, yada, 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 <laughs> boop to boop, all this stuff, right? Um, the reason why, the reason why I'm so upset about it is because on a very standard situation, they gave that lady $3,600 for her, her part in the movie. $3,600. That's not a lot of money. No. Uh, and when she found out it was parody and she found out she was just being pranked, it seemed a little weird. So the black lady then, on some real black resilient shit, because you know, black folks, we really don't, we don't fail unless we truly want to fail. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a second. On some black resilient shit, this black lady set up her own GoFundMe, asked for hundred thousand dollars. Why, by this time, by this time now, this lady has raised about one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars for her part in Borat, the subsequent film. Now, do I have an attitude that Borat? Uh, do I have an attitude? Where is that? Article. Scroll up. Uh, do I have an attitude? that Sasha Baron Cohen underpaid this lady? Absolutely. But at the same time, it's kind of interesting to see how deep the parody goes. Because if she didn't know, if she didn't know that she was being parodied and she thought it was real, what does that say about the other politicians in the movie? Yikes. And this is why I'm asking you to go watch the movie. Because the politicians in the movie are ridiculous ridiculous was that actually Mike Pence that, that was actually Mike Pence yes but I thought that was like you know footage from one of his rallies no like where it was actually there yes <laughs> that was actually Mike Pence which means somebody somebody in the in the Trump Pence uh election committee saw that that Sasha Bork Corn was in the stage doing a doing a situation and didn't stop it and let him in yeah. and let him in because he had on a Trump See, they had a Trump, full Trump costume. Let so they in. let him in. They let him in, and sure enough, that was footage for his movie. There is a part in the movie, which I don't understand why Rudy Giuliani is not in jail right now. I feel like he had to know. I, I, I thought he knew. I thought he knew. The way, pff, that's he scary. Had he had to know. So again, the plot of the movie is for Borat to give his like 14, 15-year-old daughter sexually yeah. to as Mike Pence yeah. as a gift. That's that's the that's the movie, right? Uh it is genius. It's absolutely genius. That's the movie is the is to do that. Somehow in the middle of the movie they they're not gonna get to Mike Pence, so they settle for <laughs> Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. And Rudy Giuliani falls for the trap. That's all I'm gonna say. Go watch the movie. I don't understand how Rudy Giuliani's not in jail. Maybe because that girl's not really 14. Maybe, Maybe. Also, maybe because he's not the only one that's doing some shit like that, and you got to throw the whole. But let me tell you something. There's a part in the movie where it took three seconds for this 14 year old girl to get Rula Giuliani in a compromising position 
in his hotel room. I could tell by the way he was looking and smiling at her. Like yeah, he wanted to go down instantly. Creep, nasty motherfucker. Borat, beautiful, beautiful film. Beautiful film. When Bush was being elected, we had all those Michael Moore movies, Bowling for Columbine, and all this shit that said, don't vote for Bush. Yeah, okay. It was a good documentary. This absurdist comedy, though, wow. <laughs> wow. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm truly impressed. Uh, I'm starting to think the number of people who watch the show is indicative on what time we come on. Oh, yeah, it is. I told you that. It's like it increases... As we, go, as we go yeah. through. What time the morning shows on the radio usually stop? Is it 10 or 11? Is it 10? Something like that. Cause it's like people get to work. So it's early, like 6 to, or six to 9 or 6 to 10. Yeah. Nah, it's too late. I got shit to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway. Um, Awake me, we be mo. Yeah. So I thought it was a really, an, 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 a, in the same vein that I'm praising uh, the young lady from Kansas City from step, stepping up in front of her oppressors and reading them for fail. I love how she just said that the police de- the police department should turn into uh, high-rise condos. Yeah. I just love that. <laughs> I just love that. I just love that. Um, so in the same vein that we are praising her, I want to give the, the actress or the, she's not even an actor for real. I want to give the participant of the Borat movie, uh, the grandma character, I want to give her flowers. Uh, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna spend no money on it because you know I just ain't got no uh, discretionary income. What up, big dog? To just be sending her, but uh, I thought that was a very interesting story, and um, I think something that we can that we can learn on something about something. The internet gives us instant access to make opportunities happen whenever, wherever. Um, I it would be dope if Sasha said something towards this lady, but he's not going to, so I'm not gonna hold my breath. She don't get her money. Uh, is there a black owned crowd? crowdfunding situation? Because I know GoFundMe is getting bank off of black trauma. I know they're getting money off of black trauma. Um, I wonder if that's a thing. Is there a black-owned crowdfunding situation? Should be backed by a black bank. That'd be lit. Um, Maybe I'll send it over to Killer Mike. He'll see see what he's talking about. Uh, Oh, another brilliant idea on Wake and Bake with BMO. Um, called Fun Black Founders, all one word. Fun Black Founders? That's not boring. It don't got the zing ass. Go fund me. And there's also EBnomics. EBnomics? BB. Like B. The letter B. BMO. BMO. BBnomics. BBnomics. Okay. Okay. There is a, uh, and you know, I like to save these deep dives for our Thursday show. There is, there is, oh, and shout out to my man's Matt. This episode is brought to you today by the Feed the Wolves Collectors. Okay, shout out to SBO. Should I show him the back? Should I show him, show him my butt side? There you go, look at that. Can I see Can people see it? Yeah. Okay. Shout out to my people, Matt. This is a wonderful hoodie. It's got a great deep hood onto it. Okay, you feel me? Uh, you know, keep my depth perception good. Okay, that's good, that's good, that's good. Um, uh, so shout out to my man, Matt. Make sure you go follow SBO Art. Uh, sboart.com to get you some things like that. They also sell some great grinders. Okay, we do have a, a a grinder that we've been using for the last like six seven months now. Still great, still sharp, still good. This is my advertisement for the day. Here's the deep dive I want to get into. I saw this video here. Let me show you this video. I saw this video. Actually, where should I start? Should I go back to Tuesday? 
Let's just ask the general question. This is the question I'm going to put up on my Facebook. And again, I ask you to be patient with me on my Facebook, okay? I am trying to get my algorithm right. Don't pay me no mind. Don't pay me no mind. Um, uh, on Tuesday, we got a question from a young man who joined us via, via the Clubhouse app. He asked, is there a difference in the black community between hating and disagreeing? Is there a difference in the black community between hating and disagreeing? Yesterday, when I was going to pick up my busboys and poets, I, I, I discovered a podcast in which there was a there is a young man out here right now who is openly criticizing criticizing Lovecraft Country and saying it's not a good show, and he's saying it's not a good show because he didn't enjoy it. And so then my first thought, which relates back to niggas' opinions, which relates back to the difference between hating and disagreeing, my first thought was that's a really bad critique. It is because. It's one thing to say it's a bad show, and it's another thing to say that you don't like it. But you can't say it's bad because you don't like it. So you smart enough. You got the range. <laughs> you got the range. Um, your personal interest is not indicative mm -hmm. of quality. Right. Not your personal opinion. Yeah. Your personal interest right. is not indicative of quality. This young man said he didn't love Lovecraft Country because he didn't enjoy it. It wasn't a fun show to watch. To which I say, so the fuck what? And I also repeat my sentiments from Wednesday. Who the fuck are you? You are one perspective. Even if a thousand people share your perspective, you're still one perspective. So your quality, you're tell, you mean to tell me that the quality of the show, the way the actors act, the way the directors direct, the way the producers produce, the way the key grip, key grip, the way the cinematography is cinematographed, you mean to tell me all those things are of bad quality based on the fact that it didn't register positive in your happy, sad spectrum? That's immature. It's, also it's very, inappropriate. It's very, what's the word? Not egotistical, but very... Self-centered. Yes. So I, I, I think about that when I think about the difference between hating and disagreeing. Yeah. Right? Okay. So let's, let's put a pin in that. Uh, also, watch this video I, from the Revolt uh, Summit, because I know you ain't watched. From the Revolt Summit, Steve Stout made the following comments. Check this out. Jeffrey Katzenberg, um, obviously a uh, white man, raises $1.8 billion to build Quibi. It's a flop. It's a flop. And nobody's speaking about the fact that it's a flop And the fact that $1.8 billion may be flushed down the drain, but yet when our own Jay-Z buys title with his own money, everybody's quick to throw shade at him in title. And that, that part is what resonated with me with Master P. Like, we got to support our own people and not be hating on them because it's just fun to do it or a joke or, you know, whatever the reasons are that drives that that outcome. We need to be way more supportive because when these guys fail, they fail really, really big. And nobody says They just go raise more money again. Right. So Steve Stout right there is speaking on a point that I feel like I've been making over the last week is like, what is the role of black failure in society, right? 
uh, I think it is very interesting that Steve Katzenberg raised $1.8 billion for Quibi, and that shit basically failed in the dark. It's actually failed to the point where, like, it's actually some of the series have been nominated for, like, daytime Emmys or whatever, but Quibi, Quibi, a $1.8 billion uh, project, gone. Gone, but Steve, as Steve Stout says, that it comes to title. When title first came out, they had small technical issues. Mm-hmm. A lot of black folks abandoned it. Oh yeah. So then I ask again, what is the role of black failure in society? Are we Herman Boone in ourselves? Are we putting ourselves on an undefeated schedule to make sure that we don't get fired within our community when in actuality we the ones treating the culture to begin with? Hmm. Uh, so that brings me back to the question: What is the difference between hating? And disagreeing, and I want to bring up this next clip. This is my, this is one of my least favorite people on the planet. This is Kevin Hart. God damn it! Go check it out. Check it out. All right, now I want to get to what's really bothering me. Okay. I want to ask. I want to ask black people what we want. Mm-hmm. What do we want? We we complain that people of color weren't getting opportunities in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. We were getting ignored for the Oscars, for the Emmys. Mm-hmm. It was a big thing. After that big thing, people of color got recognized for their hard work, for their efforts and run awards. People of color also won Emmys. Mm-hmm. People of color are now being given opportunities to star, to lead in various projects. Well, just the ugly people, okay. according to some. Okay. Just according to some. Okay. I when ugly. the people of color, <laughs> when the people of color get these opportunities, At all. why are the people of color the ones that are tearing the people that are getting the opportunities down? Mm-hmm. My frustration comes from you don't realize when I preach about the crabs in the barrel mentality that eventually we have to take responsibility for our actions. Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking at people that share my craft, I'm going to bring up the people that Cat Williams name. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering this morning. I've been wondering about this situation, maybe possibly my whole life. But as we continue to discover the question of what is the difference, what's up, Adrian? What's up, KJ? What's up, Maps? What's up, baby? Good morning. Oh, we can be, we can be more, yeah. Adrian, what's up? One of my former students on there. What's up, man? As we are discovering the question this morning on what is the difference between hating and disagreement when it comes to the black community, I must remind, I must remind you of one final person, that is Toni Morrison. If I have to kneel so that you can be tall, then you have a serious problem. Meaning that black folks have, will have, and always have possessed the moral superiority to any other demographic in America. Maybe the Native Americans might got us. Maybe. Maybe. Okay? Thanks, Maps. I appreciate that. Um, I think maybe maybe the Native Americans might have us in the in the moral in the moral superiority. Maybe, and if it's close, it's like damn close, like a a, a photo finish. But that's not the point. We didn't hear, we didn't come here to play the Olympic, uh, the Olympus of oppression. What I am asking though is, what is the difference in the black community between hating and disagreement? I will say this: when black folks actually critique content, we must keep in mind that we have the moral superiority. And I say that to say, today's blunt is brought to you by myself. I say that to say, I say that to say, uh, black folks have the, uh, the moral superiority as it comes uh, to this demographic in America. So what is the difference between black hate and, and disagreement? When I look at Kevin Hart and niggas say stuff like, you know, Crab in the barrel mentalities, niggas blame each other for personal responsibility. 
uh, niggas started talking that old adage, I really think like my nigga Matt said something to me. We said something on Clubhouse the other day. And he was like, I thought we'd been debunked crabs in the barrel. And I said, huh? We debunked. When? How? When do we debunk crabs and crabs in the barrel? Maybe still. <laughs> so then I asked you to watch this following clip. You got Dick Gregory in here? Here it is. All right, you ready? We got this old bad. Black folks is like a bunch of crabs in a pot of hot water, huh? Once one gets to the top, they pull it up. That's the hot water make them act like that, not their crabism. You go out there with crabs, hang out there, just loving and kind and playing. We always get the back end of something and take it out. You know what gossip? That's all it is, is gossip. And it don't make no difference, because can't nothing hold this down. Uh, according to Dick Gregory, according to Dick Gregory, it's not the crabs in the barrel that make crabs act crazy. It's the water. It's the barrel. Have we not thought about that? When it comes to crabs in the barrel, it's not the crabs. It's not the crabs who are creating a, a destructive environment. It's the barrel. So, when we talk about black disagreement and we talk about what hating is, black folks need to calm the fuck down. One, calm the fuck down. As I said earlier, I have a critique against general opinions. If you are basing your opinion based on how you feel, you're already short. What the fuck is feeling when we're judging art? Judging by the medium. Judging by the technique. Judging by the themes and the metaphors and the execution of such. That's how you judge quality. How you feel, I don't give a fuck, to be honest with you, because most of y'all niggas don't feel right anyway. We talking about, don't get me started, because niggas is dumb. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot anyway. Niggas is dumb, so you expect me to to respect your opinion that is uneducated? Maps help me out. When I'm judging art, yeah, a feeling is a way that I could like put a whole moniker around it, but when I'm really judging art, when I'm truly being a curator, when I'm truly trying to find the right piece for something, Matt, oh, Matt, you right on time, baby. We're talking about crabs in a barrel. Matt, you said this on Clubhouse the other day. You said we destroyed the myth of crabs in a barrel. And when you said that, I was like, what? We did? I missed that. And then I looked at this research. Did I send you? I didn't send you that article. Go into the, go into the joint real fast and look up Google uh, crabs in a barrel debunked. It's the first article. We saw, and I, and I read a couple articles, I read a LinkedIn article I thought was very interesting. We, thought, we talked about the crabs in the barrel mentality, how it's been a lie told to us about how destructive we are, but really the true problem is the bucket. Think about the metaphor of crabs in a bucket. What is the bucket? The bucket means you got caught, right? That means you were wild free on your own journey, doing your own thing, you got caught, put in a bucket where other people were wild and free, and then you start to tear people apart. 
And somehow we in this situation, in this metaphor, even within the metaphor extrapolated over to the black populace, to the black populace, somehow we blame the crabs. Somehow we blame the crabs. The crabs didn't put themselves in the barrel. The crabs didn't restrict their own freedom. The crabs didn't oppress their own voice. The crabs were captured and put into a barrel. So then, so then, how do we blame the crabs for their behavior? Extrapolate that metaphor over to the black people. If we are in systemic problems, we're not educated enough. We do not have enough health care. We don't have enough finance. We don't have enough uh, uh, wherewithal and, and, and knowledge of, of, of uh, uh, what's it called, financial literacy. If we are in such these, uh, 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 oh my goodness, disenfranchised places, if we are such disenfranchised people, if we can look out to the system and we can point to every instance that leads to black oppression, how is it that we can turn around, look our black brothers in the face and say, you're a crab in the barrel ass nigga? Or even Uncle Tom. You are Uncle Tom ass. It goes back to the shit my yeah. rant I had on the other day. How dare you deny somebody's perspective of blackness? We didn't get here on our own. Right. Let me bring out the board. Let me bring out the board. Yesterday I broke out. I broke out the board yesterday, right? Let me bring out the board for you. For you turn the exposure down so the people can see it. I brought out the board yesterday so you niggas can understand, okay? If there is a circle of guilt for how dumb niggas can be, me and the lady of the house, we started going off one by one. It's education, it's general ignorance, it's the lack of resources, it's the family, uh, it's, what's it say? It's the government, it's society, and then when we got to number seven, it's the nigga himself. How could you look at another black person and say, with a straight face, you're a crab in a bucket? No, 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 sir. If you are still repeating those sentiments, hit my exposure up. If you are still repeating those sentiments, I got news for you right now. You are perpetuating white privilege. You are a catalyst of white systemic oppression. Cut that shit out today. We cutting that shit today, my nigga. We cutting that shit today, my nigga. Yes, is there a black person that might be trying to hold you down right now? Probably. Probably. But I ask you to ask them the system that is allowing them or forcing them to take themselves, take you from them. Take them from you. Take from you. I should record now. Yeah. Let me let me hold on. Let me get my let me get my screen record now. I started going on my little rant. <laughs> Turn to the screenshot for me. Let's read this out loud. I'm gonna read it out loud and I'm gonna let y'all see it. I'm just not making it up. The reality of the reality is that the crab in the barrel mentality is a false Trojan horse that was given to all of us white, black, bling, blue, green, uh, with the intended goal of sowing dissension. The real problem is not the people in the environment. The real problem is the environment. Go back to my face. Huh? We cutting that shit today. Wake and bagel, be more nights. We cutting that mentality today. Not the crab in the not the crab in the barrel mentality. The perpetuation of we cutting that shit right now. 
what we got? We got some comments. Talk that talk. It's all the setup before we uh, set up against each other. You got them right. That's the whole point. We are criminalized for trying to move in the system, the barrel that we've been placed in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then we'll look over to our other brother and be like, you a crab in a barrel. You got to fix that mentality, brother. What? We are not, and the case this is new to you, where you from in the sub-Saharan desert, we are not, we are not a bootstrap people. We are a community. We are a collective. I think that's part of the problem. We aren't, but we should be. What? A collective. We're a collective. We're a goddamn community. Come on now. Come on, somebody. We cutting that crap again on way may we be more. Yeah. We cutting that motherfucking crab in the mentality, crab in the barrel mentality today. Fix my focus up. Give me a little sauce. <coughs> Make the background a little blurry so the people know what's up. Ooh, I got him. There it is. There it is. Woo! Let the people know what's up. That's it. Ah. Now you know I got some death. You know what I'm saying? Now you know we in there. Who make we be? Anyway. Wait, was that all the stuff I was going to talk about? I think so. Mm. Just want to repeat that sentiment for the folks that just joined on. It's a very, inter it's a very inter inter interesting perspective. Uh, oh, my sorry. I didn't answer the question. All of this is supposed to be in terms of what is the difference in the black community between hating and disagreeing? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I think part of the problem, if I had to put a piece of the blame on it, is I don't know if, I don't know if collectively we can critique outside of our personal feelings. Because something about, maybe because hate is an emotion, something about critique from a personal perspective, always gives the illusion of hate. Right? So if I just uh, if I just genuinely disagree with you as a person, yeah. Bryant Brown doesn't like you. For some reason, that feels like hate. I but the connotation of that, like, is I just I just disagree with you. Yeah. I don't think our energies match. I think there's a way. It's incredible because black folks are very good at reading folks. Maybe that's what it is too. I think there's a way that we could be reading. You know what it is? I know what it is. What? It's that goddamn social media. It's that goddamn social media and and uh, the positive association to giving somebody a read. Not saying there should be a negative association. But what I'm thinking about, because, you know, now I'm thinking about our hero of the week, right? What's the first thing she said? She said she's not nice and she's not. She said I didn't come. She said she's not. I'm not nice. Yeah, she said I'm not nice and I'm not. And I'm not polite. Yeah. I came basically. I came here to read y'all for felt. Mm -hmm. Would you say, Adrian? We can't cause, in my opinion, everyone's feelings uh, makes them biased in some way. Exactly. Social media. Social media. Social media. I agree. Um, I think now y'all don't crucify me for this, especially you laid it out. Don't crucify me for this. When we look at our hero of the week, we'll go back to her. Where she at? Picture. Is she picture? 
we'll go back to our lady of the week. Let's let's show a little bit of a video. When we go to the lady of the week, not lady of the week, because she's not lady of the week, our hero of the week, um, and we listen to what she's saying, the first things I think we gotta kinda conceptualize um, and internalize, and, and don't murder me for this, is that what I'm she did wasn't was rude. What she did wasn't polite. These are not positive things. Not saying that positive things are better than negative things. But couching these things in the place of reality, in a sense. These things are a result of somebody being fed up, somebody being ostracized and marginalized. She even tells a story. I went on her Twitter yesterday. She tells a story that... Before this video starts, before she went live, because this is a homegirl that's recording from her phone live, which means this young lady was premeditated. Girl, I need you to come with me. Why? Wow, you're going to have to catch this. I'm going to go off. Let me see what you got. You can tell she was reading. She started reading. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. She had names. She had names. Oh, yeah. It was not professional. It was rude. It was not, it was, it was not polite. But it was necessary. Not striking that. What I'm saying, though, is we couch these things for what they are. If we, if we couch those things for rude and impolite and unpro uh, professional has a, has, a, has a tendency of whiteness. I would even say it was tactful. Huh? I would say it was tactful. It was tactful. But, tactf but if we have to quantify it in the spectrum of positive and negative, it was a negative act. Did it, will it have positive results? Absolutely. Yeah. What I'm saying, though, is... If we couch those arguments in the negative perspective, even though they were used for positive gain, it's like it's like two negatives in the a negative times a negative and multiplication is a positive, right? Mm -hmm. If we couch that in negativity and something that we shouldn't be doing unless necessary, we have to take the same mentality when it comes to critiquing art. We have to take the same mentality when it comes to critiquing movies and music. And creativity in general. Should art be should black art be critiqued? Tom Tom asked me this question. Um, uh, Tom Tom asked me this question on the podcast a year ago now. He said, "Should we be critiquing black art in public?" I've been thinking about that question for a year. The answer is absolutely. Black art deserves to be critiqued. Why? Because black mid matters. Regular storied quality black stories matter. Everything can't be black excellence. Again, the question of the week, what is the role of failure in the black society? What is the role of black failure in society? Excuse me. It has to have a role. Yeah. It has to go from failure to mid to regular to ultra premium. That's, that's what it's got to grow. How do you know what's ultra premium if there's no failure? How do you know what's ultra premium if there's no fail? Come on, lady of the house. <laughs> Over the show to coming, coming soon, man. We got to get it back. Brilliant podcast. I listened to an episode the other day. We were great. We were great. Um, yeah, black mid matters. But it happens on both sides. Kevin Hart, you do not make good movies. They are not good. We are not hating on you. We are just putting you, we are couching you in reality, my friend. 
We are couching reality. You funny sometimes. You funny sometimes. And you big funny sometimes. We get that. You did the tours. You made a lot of white people laugh. We get that. We give you your flowers. You're great. Don't mean your shit is good, son. Difference between great and good at the same time, too. But when we critique Kevin Hart, we got to tell him straight up. The same way that we read somebody personally, we got to be able to read somebody artistically. Kevin Hart, your movies aren't good because you're writing for a general public. There's and no nuance. You know what? I feel like you have the same energy for him that you would have for somebody that's not black, like like a Lin-Manuel Miranda. Right. I don't fuck with Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's right. not, not because it's personal. Right. I don't like how he represents hip-hop. I hate the way he writes. I don't like his acting style. I think the musical style is played out. I think it's very interesting to use black people in a founding fathers type of situation. I think that mixes themes that I just don't agree with. That's an artistic read. Now, if I said he was ugly, <laughs> that's a difference. That's a difference. Kevin Hart, you're a generalist. You're trying to make everybody laugh. And guess who I'm not? I'm not everybody. I'm very much not everybody. Go make the 80% of people laugh. Go have your success. Have fun with your with your with your overstuffed movies and people and the comedians you're trying to stuff in so that you can make a, a name for yourself. Go ahead and do that. Black mid matters and black niche matters. Hey, Matt, put it on put on the shirt, baby. Uh. Put it on the shirt. Let's get the first, let's get the first wake and bake with BMO merch popper right now. Black <laughs> mid matters, wake and bake with BMO in the back. <laughs> okay? Okay? That's what all my merch is gonna be. It's just gonna be ideas on the front, and my name on the back. Boom. <laughs> Johnny Cochran's team of uh, 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 Powerpuff Girls. Johnny Cochran's Powerpuff oh, Girls. Wake up, Baker, be my girls. Oh yeah, yes, yes. Johnny Cochran's Power Rangers. Well, he is Zordon. <laughs> if the club doesn't fit, Rangers. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, that's what I was. So there is a difference. So while Black Mid matters as they create it, right? How we respond to it has to be just as intelligent as they made it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. Some of y'all takes on Lovecraft Country. It was confusing. <laughs> Bitch, is that all you got? <laughs> Ten hours. <laughs> Some of the greatest performances that we've seen in black history. Foundational moments represented through, through culture and time. Reconfiguring genres so that our appearance can be seen. It was confusing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut up. I didn't get it. What? <laughs> what? That's but then again, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading y'all for filth. Because the other question of the week is, where my man's at? He's still here? Yeah, I left him there. Where you go? At the bottom. What if niggas is dumb? What if niggas is dumb? What if niggas is dumb? Bitch, that's all you got? <laughs> that mid, hey man, mid matters. Black mid matters. It really does. It does, because it helps you recognize excellence. It does. <laughs> and also, we got to recognize, again, we are not here because this is what we wanted to be. Right. 
very, very few of us are in rare positions mm -hmm. to actually name ourselves and be what we want to be right. without consequence, without fear of when the next bill is coming, mm -hmm. without wondering when you're going to eat, without wondering if the world going to open back up, yeah. without wondering if you're going to die from COVID, without wondering if you're just going to die, <laughs> like all that shit. What if niggas is dumb? <laughs> then what? So I'm not saying to those, I'm not saying to the dumb niggas who watched Lovecraft Country and said, oh, I don't get it. What I'm saying is offer more. Yeah. Dig deeper. <laughs> That's from the Cosby Show. Some of y'all will get it. I just want you to see your face. What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> That's all I want. I just want you to dig deeper. That's all I want. Must have been smoking you. Yeah. Man, I wish somebody was uh I wish somebody was sponsoring today's blunt. That'd be popping. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that dumb niggas shouldn't have a voice. I'm not saying that those who are wrong, the voices should be invalidated. I'm saying accept, accept as an outsider, accept them, because you gotta remember. I said this yesterday. I said this yesterday. Let me bring my board back up. I said this yesterday. Turn my turn the thing down. I said this yesterday. If there is a circle. Of what makes niggas dumb. There's education, general ignorance, lack of resources, family structure through a genetic timeline, the government, society in itself, and then the nigga themselves. That is seven factors. Seven factors. If niggas is dumb, you have to go one on seven. One on seven. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And, and, and ooh, 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 I'm finna call you out Cause I know it's easier Uh oh, hello somebody I know it's easier Instead of going to battle 107 for your brother I know it's easier to call him a crab in a barrel Come on The white man got you fooled, son Oh, he got you fucked up He got you fucked up, son Oh, man I know it's easier to call your brother a crab Rather than go one on seven So I apologize. I just mocked you a second ago. See, I can be wrong. I can be dumb sometimes too. I can be wrong. I can be wrong. I apologize for mocking you, those who didn't understand Lovecraft Country. I apologize for mocking you. You know what I'm going to do? I told you it would be ready Tuesday. It wasn't ready. I'm writing a lady house with a test. I'm writing the discussion guide. Oh, yeah. He yeah. said it's going to be ready Tuesday. I said it was going to be ready this past Tuesday. It's not ready. Oh. I got, man, I still need more time. I need more time. We got our brain on, on Saturday. I'm trying to, I'm nervous about selling tickets, make sure we got enough money to cover the show, all that, trying to get sponsorships. This is a lot of work happening over here, okay? Big things popping. Anyway, uh, so my apologies. I didn't mean, to, I, I, I'm sorry for mocking you. What I am going to give you is resources. Now it's one on six. Hey. Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. I give you resources. Boom. I give it to you. If you read them, if you check them out, now general ignorance. Boom. One on five. You <laughs> activated yourself. Boom. One on four. You know, we got, what we got left? Your family? Yeah. Fuck them. Teach them. <laughs> one on three. <laughs> What's next? Government. Government? It's going to take some time. Everybody fighting the government. Right. What's next? Uh, was it society? Society? <laughs> Welcome to Wake Up Back with BMO. We're going to find a solution. Right here! It's one on two, baby! Let's go! <laughs>
That's how you incite change. The circle of dumbness. We can check these things off. And the best way we could do that is if you tell a friend to tell a friend. Again, Wake and Bake with b would not be possible without viewers like you. <sighs> you got any burning questions for the roots? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, my question was going to be, like, how do we... What do we do? Hmm? What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we get rid of the barrel ourselves? Can we get rid of the barrel? No. It's society, right? I think we have to stop accepting ourselves as crabs. Yeah. Because we're not. Right. Even metaphorically. Right. Meta- yeah. <laughs> meta- metaphorically, I'm a god. Right. Metaphorically, I'm Literally. an emperor. <laughs> right. Metaphorically, I'm not no crab. No. 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 Hey, make sure you go check out uh, SBOart.com. New Feed the Wolves hoodie. It is warm. It's got the big hood. You know how you get the white hoodie, the white people hoodie, and then like stop right here. Ah. You know what I'm saying? You're just looking stupid, like, oh, yeah, here's me and my black face. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I got so I can put it back here. I got some hang time in the back, you know what I mean? It's not fucking my hair up. It looks good. See what I'm saying? I can look a little scary, you know what I'm saying? Got a little room, got my locks in there. Uh, look at that. Look at that. Beautiful. I'm stylish. Make sure y'all check in with it. Um, <laughs> it got a uh, little logo next to the... Yeah, got... Oh, I keep... Details! <laughs> Come on! Backpack, Matt! Come on! But yeah, y'all, it is uh, It's Tuesday. On this Saturday, Halloween night, I will be presenting um, Urbane. I'm looking at them. Be honest with you. I'll say this on Wake Up Baker Bima. I don't know if I'll say this to everybody in the world. Um, I'm looking at these COVID numbers, though. It might have to be a might have to be a strong flip for the October join. And we gonna, and maybe we'll talk about that live on Tuesday. Maybe we won't. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, thank y'all for joining me. I truly appreciate it. Uh, we're going, oh, check out the podcast. The podcast comes out every day at noon. Um, when you see me post a video on here, that's usually when the podcast is already out. It don't take nothing but like 20 minutes to get it from the version we're on now onto the Apple podcast. So check it out. I think it's going to get better and better and better. Um, working on, you know, honestly, it's a transparent show. I'm working on both hosting a show with your comments on Instagram and something that's transparent that people can listen to without even knowing that the Instagram exists. <clears throat> so just tell a friend, shoot a, you know what you could do? Shoot your friend the link to the podcast with a voice memo that says, Wake be mo yeah. All right, y'all. I will see y'all. What my thing at? I will see y'all on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday is voting day. Maybe, maybe, depending on... We might be coming live from the voting line because my dumb ass decided to vote, let's go vote on voting day. Jesus, what am I? What is this, 98? Was this 2000? Get out of here. Uh, so maybe I'll come up to you. Time. <laughs> maybe I'll come to you live. Maybe. Is it too late to absolutely vote? Can no, I can't. Early voting already started in D.C., so I might oh, be able to early yeah. vote. Early vote? We might be able to do that. Uh, yeah, let's see. Save yourself a couple... A lot of hours. <laughs> <laughs>
Save yourself a day. Save yourself a day. Right. Uh, then we could do Wake Up Bake with BMO right here on Tuesday. Right. Uh, so we'll be back on Tuesday. I leave y'all with the uh, uh, leave y'all with the Urbane promo. Thank you for watching. See you Tuesday. Next time on Urbane. I want you. Thank you.